tied behind my back. Both hands tied behind my brain. Greetings in the name of the Most High. We're trying to get a uh, uh, pot out today. Give people an update. I'm going through some uh, medical procedures and things trying to get to the bottom of uh, I don't even know what. You know, I mean, I was uh, the attack by um, aliens. So you know, this week I have a an insane week plan that um, uh, involves the doctor, involves uh, the, uh, the you know trying to get a diagnosis as to what's uh, you know my 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 innards, and also attending you know this frightmare thing which is uh, in Dallas. So it's kind of a a. Um, I don't know if they're going to let me go. I don't know what, what the deal is going to be on that. So, um, hopefully, uh, things will work out and I will be healing. One of the things I'm, I'm checking out has to do with an age-old, just to put people at rest, an age-old hiatal hernia, I believe it is. I'm self-diagnosed. I've carried with me since 1997 I was the uh, victim of a, a poisoning that actually caused that issue and we do bring that up in the documentary as well but I've lived with it using um, you know like you know antacids you know anti-acid uh, prilosex prefaces that sort of thing to stop the uh, any kind of reflux that, that happens with it but it's a um, I don't think it's a really should be managed that way I think just, just to guess, what happened is over time it, uh, you know, probably contributed to whatever problems I'm having now in my, uh, in, in the lower GI. So upper and lower are being tested out this week with a, a um, uh, what do they call that? Well, a, a CT scan on Wednesday, on th- Tuesday, and then a, uh, um, what do they call it? Endoscopy. endoscopy by a guy that seems like a great guy or a doctor and um, they've given me some medication to try to get uh, things flowing normally um, but it makes me really drowsy it's like it's a terrible thing 
Um, but anyway, that's all, you know, none of this can be um, dealt with by herbs and spices or shamans or, you know, I mean, this is what uh, God has for me um, to get through this process and, and uh, hopefully it will be a, you know, a minor thing. And if it isn't, it's all right, you know. If it isn't, then all I could say is, well, you know, it's not like I'm 40 or 50. I'm, you know, going on 70 here. So, and the doctor was asking about the history of, uh, you know, matriarchal and, and patriarchal grandfathers and things like, you know, you know, when they died and... Um, the you know that the, you know if that happens, um, I'm sure you, it'll be okay. You know, I mean, it won't be okay. You know, in, a, in some ways, but it won't be. You know, that's not something that I'm really uh, fearful about. But I, again, I won't know anything until um, I go through this process. Probably around Wednesday, I'll understand. But uh, yeah, covet your prayers, and hopefully, and of course, the Lord can heal anything. And so, you know, we, we've got, uh, you know, I'd love to go in there and, you know, have them say, here, take this aspirin and go home and, you know, don't do any, you know, you know, knock the drinking off and this and that. Well, I've already knocked that off. So that's, you know, that's a, that's, that's a kind of a no-brainer. But um, no, it's, it's the, the medication they give you to, to kind of unclog you is really... Uh, powerful but I mean it makes you so sleepy and on the label it doesn't say that and then they go to the drug company and they go there is no fatigue you know like they just no fatigue has been in any of the trials and almost everyone that's commenting on it is saying they're fatigued they can't even drive their car <laughs> so anyway we're uh, in striking distance like I said the um, endoscopy and the um, CTI, and I will tell you guys exactly what they say. I have a feeling there'll be a treatment plan of some kind and um, that it will be manageable on an outpatient basis and that um, we'll just see how we do. Uh, what am I hoping for? Well, whatever the time the Lord has for me, I'll take. You know what I mean? I'm not going to dictate to the Lord how much time I'm supposed to have on earth. If I have 20 years, that's great. But, you know, that thought does come up because of my age only and uh, and genetic history. So, uh, no, there are things that I could have, you know, you said, well, what happened to you, uh, you know, 30 years ago? You're supposed to, you know, get at least a colonoscopy or something, you know. So I've had trouble um, with extreme constipation and... and stomach bulges and just weird 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 stuff that that you know there is no answer for him tried a lot of different things um leading up to this point and uh none of those things worked you know teas holy tea remember holy tea tried that uh anything to straighten out the guts and and uh you know eating uh ketogenic vegetarian this way that way the other way that had no no effect really I think what it is is just um, uh, besides the enemy you know trying to take us all out um, it's just uh, you know 
on my tail right now. I must be doing some good things. Yeah, I must be doing some good work for you. Or some good work's coming up. So that's to answer any kind of mystery. I mean, it's not, not a, you know, a big deal. I just didn't want to be talking about it a lot of time before I had these uh, appointments. And then now that you know, I will be reporting again um, as soon as I know something, you'll know something. I, I think that uh, a lot of people are asking me, and I can't, I can't answer everybody that keeps asking me or emails or whatever about, um, you know, it's not health. It's basically specifically... Uh, you know, upper and lower GI. It's a, it's a hiatal hernia in the upper, and it's a it's a uh, some kind of you know I don't know what digestive issue in uh, in the lower, and um, and we had to throw in a little bit of urology on top of that for the prostate too. What else is wrong? I had a fantasy that the, he was going to say, "There's so much wrong with you. You just go home." You know what I mean? Um, but that's because I just wouldn't go to a doctor. I mean, I I just refused to to deal with allopathic medicine because I'd seen so many people burned. So this approach that we're doing is, is kind of a, you might call it a, you know, half and half. Allopathic doesn't address what to eat, even whether you should drink or not. It's legal to drink, it's fine. You know, they don't, they don't tend to read their labels for side effects and it's up to the patients to, you know, tell them. And so they're kind of out of it in a lot of ways. But in a lot of ways, they, they, they're the only people that can do certain things. Like if you break your leg, you know, if you're in a car accident, if you have uh, certain kinds of problems that, that there's that they can fix. It's up to us, I think, to figure out how much of that we take versus how much herbal medicine and, and, and you know, and, and alternative medicine that we blend with it. And I think between the two, there's a balance. You know, in my case, there's there's no way to address the issues I have unless you go in there and see what they are. I mean, you can guess, but you know, in, in the old days they used to guess. Uh, but I'd like to have a diagnosis um, specifically. And and yes, you know, uh, the all the other thing. Oh, I've got some. You know, good, I don't want to get into the gory details of it though. You know, the specific great specificity. But one thing I know since. Um, I gained a lot of weight over the last like five years or so, and none of that, all of that had to do with what's wrong with me. None of it had to do with you know willpower or being a bad guy or you know you know not following a certain discipline and all that. In fact, everyone even lately would tell me, you know, you eat less than anybody else, or not you know the same as like uh, you know I, I, not than anybody else, but I mean I I don't eat very much. And um, so they were surmising that, well, there's something else going on. In fact, the doctor already confirmed that. He said that what, what you have is completely not, has nothing to do with your own willpower or whatever. That you've tried and tried and tried lately to drop weight. It doesn't come off. Even if you fasted, it wouldn't come off. You know, it's just like, it's just like this, this uh, it's, um, you know, just a clogging up of, uh, which can be, you know, which can be, several problems and I don't mean to diminish it it's it's you know dangerous um but uh I'll be you know excited to see what uh what the Lord has in mind I think that um uh we really need to pray for these doctors though my doctor is doctor's son I said well that's better than doctor moon 
and uh, that I was introduced to him by uh, Larry, our our fearless director in Crazed House and uh, partner, and um, he uh, he had gone through some treatment with him, and you know realized the guy believes in in God, you know, and he he says, you know, I can do the uh, the um, you know the procedure, but it's God who has to do the healing. So that's the kind of guy I want to be in business with, Amen. right? So that's why I'm not, you know, that's why I had to travel to, to have health care because of the fact that uh, I just, you know, I'm not, nothing against, I don't want to disparage any further than I already have disparaged New Mexico, which I've pretty much trashed the place verbally with my uh, lashing tongue. But, um, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's, you know, I just felt I wanted to have a personal recommendation and I just wanted, you know, I wanted to be around a, an area that has the best uh, doctors and, you know, the, the, the best, uh, the roster of doctors, the best uh, quality, you know, rather than just accepting whatever's in my state, you know what I mean? So that's, that's, that's the issue there. But that's no guarantee that they'll, you know, um, we just believe that... Uh, you know, things are going to get uh, resolved in some way. I've looked at a lot of other patients that have, you know, similar issues, and uh, and um, none of them are happy with, the, like, a, you know, the, the, what the drug makers have made. But what the drug makers have made have, have made some advance in addressing things that, say, herbs cannot address. You know, and that's, um, but it's, uh, you know, why why things got to be uh, clogged up, I don't know. I think, um, but like I was saying, uh, isn't that what medicine is? Isn't that what the, uh, what medical issues are? Things are not flowing properly, you know, and that's, and that's why I'm here. Because once you, they're not flowing properly, well, the, the answer is, uh, to get here, and, and, and now I'm addressing several issues. And, and one is prostate. I've let that go a long time, but I don't want to take avodart or any of those kind of drugs. And I just want to, don't want to, you know, you know, cut into it or operate or take it out or go into diapers or have any of these kind of things. So we're going to struggle with it. And so far, so good. Um, but... Uh, my health issues began really, like I say, with this uh, hiatal hernia in 1997. And that's a long time ago, you know, to be carrying that around. And uh, it would be every time that I would stop taking either Prevacid. I took, I had a prescription Prevacid for a while from a doctor across the street who just gave it to me off off label. You know, not a prescription. It was a prescription at the time, but I did, he just gave it to me in exchange for cutting my trees so he could have a view. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, that it was almost made you feel like, well, my problems are solved. You can go out and eat whatever you want and not, have, not suffer with this uh, terrible reflux hitting the, uh, the hernia, hitting the hole, you know, that's created when a, a hiatal hernia is where the part of the stomach goes in the, you know, through the diaphragm and the hernia. In other words, it, it, it unnaturally pops through the diaphragm and then what they have to do is they have to that that's going downward for I, I believe it's uh no I think it's going I'm sorry 
it's going upwards. The stomach's at the top of the, uh, the gut, so it's going upwards into the diaphragm, a piece of the stomach. And then so what they have to do is pull that back down where it's supposed to be and then, you know, uh, cut it off at the pass. I can't go back up there again. And what that does is it creates a, um, a condition that in most people it's acid reflux, but what it really is is acid hitting the uh, wound. And if it just keeps hitting the wound, it can actually damage your esophagus or give you cancer of the esophagus or whatever, all those kind of things. So I ignored it for a lot, a lot of years. But um, so that's tomorrow we're going to deal with that. And um, I'm not sure what my decision is because I can manage it with this uh, over-the-counter meds even, like you know, Prilosec or whatever. But uh, um, yeah, we'll just have to see, you know, what we're looking at. So that was already a, a, a compromising situation 20 years ago. So I lasted a long time with that. And then um, the other thing is new. And uh, it's, it's definitely a change of the last, I, I would say it may have started subtly a couple of years ago, but probably the last six months or so is, uh, has, has proven to me I need to see the, uh, the old doctor here. So that uh, I did. I don't think I waited too long. I think I got in here at the right at the right time when it was starting to get unmanageable, and uh, and it's you know it's been um, you know it's just been a uh, total mystery. You know how you can have you know just give you something gross. You know how you could have diarrhea and constipation at the same time. But it is, it is absolutely a condition. It's a, a condition that uh, the, enterol- the gastroenterologists know very well. And um, I don't think most people understand that. They think one or the other, you know what I mean? So you've got, you've got that and you've got, um, you know, all kinds of things. And part of it I blame on uh, the environment and, you know, what they've done to food and things like that. Also be just being careless. You know, uh, I don't know how other people. I know other people. They just say, "I'll, I'll give it to God. I'll just eat whatever I want. I'll give it to God. It's fine." And but the other thing is, I have had no lecturing to me about any. I mean, I'm the one that's you know, cut out eating you know, stupid things and and, and drinking and all. I'm, I'm the one that's that's been my doctor. You know, Doctor Z's thing. That's been me. You know, no one, the, the guy never said, uh, stop doing those things. See, that's more on the holistic side. They'll say, you got to change it. I went into a, in the beginning, I went there for a, uh, what's called a Myers cocktail, which is a drip, uh, IV drip. It was a push. It was a push. It was a, not, not a drip, but a push where they just push it into your vein. And um, I felt better for like about a day. I, I went because I had fatigue issues, you know, the fatigue and um, weight gain, fatigue, uh, you know, I, I, and I took their test. They had a, actually had a test. And it turned out that even commercials would make me start crying. So it was like chronic depression, all that stuff. And it all turned out to be, you know, and, but I didn't trust the doctor. I didn't, you know, it's kind of like, okay, well, quit drinking and come back here 
um, you know, ready to do this diet. They had a diet that was kind of like a, almost, no, not vegetarian, but not ketogenic. It was some kind of a diet thing. And they had these questionnaires about, you know, um, do you feel sad when you see a commercial or when you see something or see anything? And what triggers that? And that's like what my friend had, you know. He, he got this, uh, they put him on antidepressants. You know, they did that to my daughter. Next thing you know, she jumps off her bridge. So I'm like, yeah, and, that, and that's not really going to work. But this doctor wasn't a prescribing doctor. It was all, it was all about the um, holistic medicine. It was all about, uh, um, you know, diet and uh, getting these uh, IV drips. Like you get a B12 shot, you get a, you could get a Myers cocktail. You could get a, uh, you know, a day after a hang, being hungover, you can get a drip for that. I think Joe Rogan goes through a lot of those. You know, he's he's got uh, um, stem cell therapy that's available as well, and that may be an option that I that I look into. But right now, it's like the energy and the brain, because I at first I started working with legal stimulants, you know, or off-label stimulants, you know, to because I was falling asleep, you know, having fatigue. And um, so I would take these stimulants and be like, oh, we're back, you know. And then, of course, that didn't last too long before I hit the wall there, too, and all these other issues became known. And, uh, but that took, you know, that took a lot out of me in, in terms of, you know, just further energy and trying to, you know, trying to get... Uh, uh, at one point, I had developed this concoction of... Uh, three or four nootropics, and um, some were just compounds. They weren't even, they weren't even supposed to be. They're for chemists, you know. And uh, I felt I had nailed it. I thought I had nailed it. I was feeling good, you know. I was, um, you know, uh, you know, but it didn't, didn't last very long. And then I started researching about the brain, the gut, and the brain connection. And then it all kind of made sense why there was there was problems there and 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 the brain, the brain. What I was trying to do is balance the dopamine, epinephrine, uh, the uh, um, and the other chemicals. Uh, what are some of the other ones? Um, let's see: epinephrine, dopamine, um, serotonin is another one. Uh, even, even, um, you know, some other things to try to trigger that, that good feeling that the stimulants bring, uh, especially, you know, the rewards, the reward chemicals. What they used to try to get with amphetamines. Yet amphetamines, you know, we don't take those because those are, um, not just addictive, they'll just ruin your life. You'll just go paranoid and batshit crazy and that'll be the end of you. So that's the end of that. But they do hit the dopamine, and they hit, you know, they flood you with dopamine. And then pretty soon they don't work. You have to take more. So uh, with the stimulants, same thing. You know, keeping those levels up artificially had more to do. This is just if there's anyone out there that's, you know, in a similar predicament. It had more to do with with, uh, being anemic, probably, which I think I am, and... Well, we'll find out more about that as we continue down this road. But, um, you know, that low energy and, and the low iron, 
and a possible leak from the esophagus or leak from the hiatal hernia or leak somewhere. And so that's an iron thing. And the reason I bring that up is because two friends of mine have gone in with similar circumstances and uh, they're younger, um, but both had to have an iron transfusion. And that seemed to bring them back, you know, to, 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 to and that, that seemed to bring, that brought the mood back up and that brings the chemical balance back in. So isn't that interesting? It's, a, it's because of low red blood cell count that you're feeling, you know, sluggish and you can't do anything and brain fog and, and all those things. So just putting a stimulant on it is like putting a Band-Aid on a, on a cut. Most people don't get into that deeply. I kept researching. I dug even deeper. But this gut-brain connection is very strong. It's like the strongest connection in the body. So if there's something wrong with the mood, then look no further than the gut. You know what I mean? Go to the gut first. And so now you see all these... these uh, these. Um, uh, herbal uh, solutions out there like um, uh, beets, what is it, uh, nitric oxide. All that has to do with getting the gut to flow better, getting getting the, the, the blood, the veins to open. And a lot of that research got done because of uh, the spike proteins from the COVID. And so now we have nitric oxide, nit nitric boost. We have... Um, you know, the beet, all the beets, gum, gummy bear beets, all those things are new on the market to open up, to dilate the, the blood vessels to get things moving a little bit faster. And I did also notice that when I took my my gut, you know, my, my uh, I don't even know what it is. It's a, it's a, a drug that, um, I don't know what you would call it, but it's a, that it, it, it um, gives you a certain kind of regularity for people who have a problem that I've got. And I think the low energy that some people are reporting here has to do with lowering the you know, blood pressure being too low. Because you can start hearing like your heart beating in your ears and stuff. And that's not from high blood pressure. It's from a lower um, uh, blood pressure. And um, again, that's the brain-gut you know, connection. And then it gets off into other specificity, like there are people that specialize in lungs and people, you know, you know, esophagus, lungs, and you know, uh, uh, you know, prostate and, and uh, rectum and colon and upper intestine, lower intestine, you know, and, and all that stuff. And um, you know, they, they get into their specialties, but it all all of it connects to the brain. So if you juice the brain which I did, can that fix the gut? The answer is no. You have to go the other way. You have to get your gut feeling good. And that, you know, I have to tell you, I'm not trying to, you know, bring up conspiracies where there aren't any, but, you know, I felt that the food quality, you know, changes around the country. Like trying a sprouts at home and a sprouts here to get organic food. It's fine if it says organic, but some of this food just doesn't taste anything like it. I had a cantaloupe the other day. It just didn't taste like a cantaloupe. You know, it didn't, it wasn't organic. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Here's a, here's a GMO food. Doesn't look like, doesn't smell like, or taste like a cantaloupe. I wonder how many people are eating that. And I wonder what that's doing to your gut. So, I'm, uh, 
so anyway, I'm I'm still here for a few days, and uh, tomorrow I gotta I gotta tonight cut off any kind of eating, which I'm not going to be doing anyway. I think I can get I can have uh, some broth, some uh, chicken broth before I go in for my uh, before the doctor you know puts me to sleep and does a you know a deep dive into the guts. <laughs> And he may be inspired by God when he gets in there. You know, he might, yeah. God may talk to him and go, hey, you know what, check this out. And it might lead to, like, some breakthrough. Who knows? But um, the main thing is um, that I have to say today is that most people are sick, I'm noticing. I mean, just people in their 40s that don't look well to me. They look worse than we were in our 40s. So I've, and I've noticed that there's a lot more people dropping dead before hitting that magic number 75. You know, it's like 75 is, remember when, uh, uh, not Rahm Emanuel, but his brother Ezekiel Emanuel, Ezekiel Emanuel was wanting, you know, and Bill Gates with his death panels, he wants to put the death panels in at 75. So if you're 75, or even approaching 75, you know, they, they, what they want to do is cut you off of all treatment and give it to somebody else. And even, get this, they want you to pay for it. <laughs> make, a, make a real sacrifice. So it's like, okay, so that's where they're, these, these trillionaires are going. They're going into complete insanity. And, um, you know, the main thing they want to mess with is health care. So here we are kind of, you know, back with health care again. You know, I did get insurance. I, I don't know why. I didn't, when I was getting insurance, I didn't even know why I was getting it. You know, I mean... I, you know, getting my Medicare lined up and all the stuff that, uh, that you know, the wraparound and Advantage and these things. I had no idea why I was getting it, but now I, I see there was some kind of reason uh, that I couldn't see back then. So anyway, um, the other thing that you have to say is I know there'll be people that are really um, stoked if I have any problems. You know, they'll be extremely happy because they hate my guts. And um, I've had uh, some attacks recently um, out of the blue by people I hadn't talked to in ages, you know, just like, you know, totally attacking me for things I didn't do, didn't say, whatever. And I see that as kind of a, uh, a good sign. I know, that, I know that sounds weird, but I see that as like a good sign, you know, that we're about to have a breakthrough because that's when those kind of silly, nasty, gossipy, Stupid, vindictive, you know, attacks come. Like I said, I hadn't gone through seeing anything like that for a while. But I mean, it'd be great if it was someone new, but I know who these people are. And there are people that, for whatever reason, they, they were, you know, had this, they were around and now they're not. And we were friends, but now we're not. And things have moved on. And, you know, they have, uh, there's, there's a couple of categories. There's one that's like, I don't want to be seen with you. You're so weird, or something. You know, you. Right? Then there's the other that are just like, you said that to me back then. You know, fifty thousand years ago, and I, I'm, I'm not going to let the public forget it. And I'm like, the public doesn't care about what you said or I said or he said or she said. They don't care unless it's newsworthy, right? People have their own problems today, and and I mean, people don't have time to sit around gossiping. People are looking for solutions. That's what's really going on. 
and they're trying to figure out you know a way to 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 um you know i do believe that there's a place for uh allopathic medicine combined with um holistic medicine to to give you know to to in, in the future let's say the problem with allopathic is it takes a snapshot of what's wrong and um you know it lives on that snapshot whether it be a blood test or whatever any other kind of thing and it just goes by that, not giving room for, you know, healing, changing, because things can change every other day. And the holistic approach, um, you know, kind of tries to sometimes slay a dragon with, with a, you know, with a, with a, with a, a, you know, a little pea shooter or a slingshot or something when it really requires, a, you know, you know, all cannons on deck. And uh, so, I mean, the two, if they got together to communicate, there would be a great, and, and you know, there was, it, it's happening slowly. There's a lot more attention to brain gut, de-stressing, taking this nitri nitric boost thing to keep the uh, arteries flowing, you know, stuff that big pharma being under the control of the oligarchy of whoever's running the government, who's ever running the earth, they don't want people, they have actuarials and they need people to die when they want them to die. So they don't want people figuring out solutions, right? They, they 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 have side effects because the side effect will kill you. You know that you go to chemotherapy that'll that'll um, you know that'll kill you while you're trying to do one thing. You're dying of something else, and they just. You're, you know, if you want to see the face of the enemy, it's the same people you already know, the Soroses and the Gateses, and, the, and the, they claim to be scientists. What they really are eugenicists, and what they really want is they want the planet under their control population-wise, and that means they have to have a certain number of people die. And right now in the United States, they basically want everyone to die in the United States, not just white people. It's everybody to make room for the new batch of... Um, Immigrants who will be like um, more robust and, and 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 you know dutiful and all that than uh, you know more obedient. I think after they got rousted on uh, you know routed really on COVID um, and the jabs, I think they made a you know and then they went nuts with you know they want a vendetta. They got a vendetta now. Now they really are out for blood. And uh, so they're, they're Bill Gates going. Well, I'll wait till the next one. I won't be laughing at that. And he, he's acting like a child. And th these are the times we need, you know, people with wisdom, not, not childish uh, emotions that, oh, you didn't take my vaccine. Well, look what I do to you next. That kind of attitude, that child, I told you, they're stupid, you know, that these elites are dumb. Mainly because they're living in an echo chamber that they, they hear, oh, very nice, Mr. Gates. Yes, everything you say is perfect. Uh, you're the smart one, Gates. You know what I mean? So they, oh, blotting out the sun, that's a great idea. Chemtrail, oh, wonderful. Poisoning the food, that's a great idea. Don't tell them, but they'll eat, they'll eat it up, but it'll make them die at, uh, you know, age, uh, you know, 73 or something. Perfect job, Mr. Gates. So they hear their, their echo chamber feedback, and then they end up believing they're doing the right thing by trying to kill off everybody, but what they don't realize is that they're being used by the demonic, you know, by the demonic kingdom, really, it's a kingdom of very powerful beings and, and lesser beings that basically want Gates to, uh, you know, uh, do their bidding, which is, you know, anti-human.
and we're that's what we face. So we don't have any way of fighting them since they they rule over the, all the armies on Earth of every country's army. They have control of. So we don't have really anybody in our corner. And they got all the might, all the guns and all the ammo and all the nukes and everything in their corner. And um, so there's a disadvantage. I mean, look at look at the Republican Democrat. The Democrats are in line with, you know, the world's trillionaires. And so they don't really have to worry. They set policy. And the Republicans kind of pretend to, like, block it or block the budget or do this. Or, but they don't really get anywhere because... Um, it's all a game, really, and the Republicans have no power. So the Democrats keep, you know, getting, and, and it could switch the other way and go Republicans have the power and the Democrats don't. They, they play these games back and forth like a shell game. So the Republicans are acting like, well, we tried to stop them, and, and, uh, but Biden is, you know, a complete psychopath and a pervert, and blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, they're letting, you know, suing each other and letting, you know, Pictures go out there, and they're you know sexualizing the kids and porn on them. Four kids, can you imagine? What I feel sorry for is a kid that uh, grows up and really wants you know, and he had the surgery and wants to be a man again, and he wants to compete in the Olympics or something, you know, and he can't do it, and he's you know, you know, just he eventually realizes the the gravity of what has been done to him and what a victim he's been. And how does he get, you know, back? How does he get uh, satisfaction? How does he get justice? You know, and what's going to happen to him? And the same thing with women that are being disenfranchised right and left by the trans movement. They're, 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 yeah, we're the upgrade, they say, and women are like second rate. It, you know, is that feminism? I mean, I feel sorry for that, too. I feel sorry for everyone, really, in this thing. You know, and then there are people that are, you know, like me, old, senior citizens, who are kind of like, well, there's not much chance of fixing this stuff, you know, so maybe it'd be better if we just, uh, you know, if I die, it's okay, <laughs> you know, because they're like, they're tired, you know, and they're, they're, they're brokenhearted, and they're very disappointed in their children, their children's children, and they're they hate the government and they feel like left out and they're struggling just to, 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 you know, afford the most basic of things and they just, it just hasn't worked out. And, you know, there just hasn't been any relief. And they keep on with hope, but the hope, you know, gradually just turns to bitterness. And I see that a lot around here, around, you know, this place with less old people and God, I feel sorry for them, probably most of all, because, you know, they rode this whole wave, this whole thing they did what they were told. They they complied with everything. They paid their taxes, and they put up the tree, and they entertained the kids, and they sacrificed so kids could go to college, and they they did everything they could do just to wind up being, you know, unhappy, broke, um, sick and longing for death and you know I don't know when we get justice but what I would my solution to this is to just hang close with the Lord really because there's no redress possible with man the only redress we're going to get is with, with God Almighty you know through Jesus Christ that's the redress 
And part of that redress is that we've been, you know, made into, um, you know, eternal beings already, and that we are already partaking in the kingdom, and that that has to enlarge in our lives. As far as this here, this sad case here, this sad, sad world run by one one by babies, really, one by children, people that don't know anything about the truth, about the the way the world really is, about reality. Um, isn't that what God? Isn't that one of the ironies, though, that God said we would have? That that uh, you know the 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 uh, you know they'll put you to death and then think they're, they're doing God's service. They'll they'll do wrong but think it's right, and that wrong will hurt millions and millions of people. We saw it when we were um, you know traveling. We saw in this one hotel they brought the immigrants, and this was after they get off the buses, they get in contractors' trucks. And they're brought to a training session where they're also kept uh, given, you know, the phones and, you know, kept track of. It looked to me like what they were doing was, was really um, bringing them into uh, what you might call, um, you know, just training or, you know, inducting them into... Um, a domestic military force is what it looked like to me. Like they were being trained for something and then they were being taken, the initial training would be at that hotel and then there was a, a classroom. And when we went by the classroom, they said, get out of here, this is none of your business. You know, this attitude. And not only that showed me that they were feds, but that the attitude of the fed toward the people is, we hate you and we want you dead. That's the attitude. Just the common fed out there is like, we hate you. You know, we're on the new team. You know, on the team, when we get this thing up and running, there'll be no place for you, but we'll be taken care of. And that's the attitude. Like, we're the privileged, not you. You should sit down and shut up. You awful American. Yeah, but I pay your taxes. Well, we don't care. Thank you very much, but go screw yourself. And that's hard for people. I mean, that's tough for people all their lives who paid in and tried to, tried to make things work and tried to cooperate and not made a fuss and tried to go along to get along in a, in, a, in a way, you know, trying to keep their eyes on the sunny side of the street and raise kids and have schools and, have, you know, to have it all go to hell like that is, I don't know if I could take it if I, if I was old. Well, I am old. What do you mean? I don't think I can take it. <laughs> um, but I do know it's going to end. And I do know that we're seeing the beginning of the end now. More and more information's coming out, more and more corruption's coming out, more and more stuff is coming out till eventually it gets to a point, the next two to three years, I'd say, to where people it just be like, no, we don't want any of this. And um, they're going to see the world, that is, that there, there needs to be uh, a throwing out of the, uh, of the, the leadership, the corrupt leadership, the, the perverted leadership. And a um, you know and an, an installment of leaders wherever they are that have what what would be called just wisdom or common sense, but I, it's going to take a while. It may take you know five years to get that to get that point. I've pegged at twenty twenty eight. That's optimistic. You know, a lot of people think that's not going to go. That's it's. You know, pull the plug, it's over. These people are never going to change. But you have to understand something. 
you can't really live, you know, and make a difference. Just living in a bubble or hiding out in a crack or, you know, you know living in your own bubble or, you know, going along to get along and conforming and all that. You can't, it don't make any difference. The people that make a difference who, who move things are people who are saying, hey, no, that's wrong. And that's wrong. And that's out of place. And that shouldn't be. And they get louder and louder and pretty soon you have change. I saw it happen with all kinds of things, you know. And, and then they cheat. They go, well, you know, we don't want GMO foods, okay. So then they, eventually you have the whole, you know, place with, with nice-looking produce that doesn't say organic anymore. And that, yes, and they, and they but until the people need to protest even further, complain even more. Eventually when they vote with their dollars, okay, they're not going to go here and shop. Uh, they will either go out of business or, or something will happen, but... All of that clamoring has to, you know, begin in earnest with, with more and more people. And, you know, it's going to end up taking what's the traditional majority, you know, in, in our country. Uh, they have to start complaining, and they will. As soon as they can't get that big screen TV and, the you know, the, all the perks they've been getting for being anti-Trump or whatever, as soon as all that runs out, and it and it has, it has, um... I don't know what they're going to do about the election. I, 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 I haven't thought much about it. I just can't see any any real winner there. You know, I don't. I mean, people say Trump, Trump. Yeah, you know, so don't you realize that like, you know, over half the country hates Trump with a passion because they've been mind controlled. They've been programmed to hate Trump. So how would that be? Well, then DeSantis, you know, weak. Um, then you got uh, you know Biden, you know. Uh, um, a senile basket case who's considered now to be a great president. I mean, <laughs> you have Obama behind the scenes really running everything, and then everyone's saying, oh, if Obama would run, I'd vote for him. I'm like, I, you know, I, all these kind of conversations don't do anything to solve the problems we face. The, the problems we face can only be solved by, you know, a, some kind of wise counsel that that is able to influence, you know, people to understand that, you know, um, the whole thing could be blown with the, 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 those plans of eating bugs and all that stupid stuff that Klaus Schwab and WEF and UN and their pushing of, you know, perverse things and all, you know, all, all of that, you know, sexualizing of children and then, you know, focusing on uh, these things that have nothing to do with survival but everything to do with decadence and destruction of society that, you know, that the damage that they cause will end up damaging them because remember, and here's one point they're not going to tell you, they haven't been able to get off the planet. They haven't been able to go to Mars and hang out. So, well, some of them have. Well, where are they? They're, they're here. Oh, those are clones. Well, they could be some clones. You know, certainly are clones. But they haven't really made... Look, if they had made it into what they call the singularity, you'd never hear from them again. They wouldn't need you. they just let all this die off. And they also feel that you are dependent on them, and they don't like it. And they want you to be cut from them. And then... Okay, so you need to, yeah, so, you, you know, so that's, um, 
Oh, man. But that's, I mean, so that's one of the things that, that uh, you know, that, that's preventing, I guess, if you want to call it that, us from getting down the road. I mean, we, let me look, show you another way to look at it. We don't have a chance, and yet somehow I watch people make it through here. You know, um, and it, it's extraordinary because it's like, uh, you know, um, you go, oh, there's no way, right? Uh, there's, there's no way, there's, there's no way you're going to make it through that. And somehow, um, you know, there's, there's like a, uh, what do you want to call it? A, uh. Somehow there's 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 a way that people, um, you know, get to that point. Okay, I'm trying to. Anyway, I, I watch all these. I watch. I'm watching the freeway right now. And as I see the freeway, um, I, uh, I. Uh, you know, I look at it and I go, how can all these people be... I mean, there's like 15 lanes for traffic. And, you know, you're thinking, how can... You know, it, you're just waiting for some kind of thing to, to happen. Okay. And, uh, Trish? Yeah? I'm going to play uh, another... Uh... Okay, I understand. Okay. Uh, I'm going to play this song here because I want a fun song. Do you mind if I play I, I haven't been home to be in the studio to create the new batch for the, for the post-2028 victory of the meek, thanks to God. <laughs> Anyway, so the future 
as Jim Morrison said, the future is uncertain and the end is always near. <laughs> but it but it doesn't end. And so that's what I'm looking at. I'm still sticking to my this date of yeah, twenty twenty eight is very interesting to me. I need to look more into it. I don't know that it's wrong yet. But I do feel there's gonna be this sort of shift to the opposite of this of this kind of thing. And um, I realize that, you know, people want redress. Listen, I can't get redressed for all the things that have happened in a, in a very untoward manner to me. I can't, there's no way, I, I'm not going to be able to get justice for a lot of things. So a lot of things i got to sort of let go. You know, I have to, I've got to, I've got to just let those things go. You know, I'm, I'm not going to be, you know, I get misheard, I get accused of stuff, I get all, all kinds of things happen. And, um, you know, and, and um, for whatever reason, you know, just a constant litany of, uh, you know, of, of, uh, of, you know, people that just are unhappy and they, they, they just strike out at anyone they can, they see. But the problem is, is that, you know, we have to have a conversation about the prospects, I mean, you know, and, and prophetic prospects, you know, what to expect. And I know the way it looks to a lot of people right now is that everything is going to get wiped out and everything is going to die and it's all over and, and, and we're screwed. You know, so there's no point in going, for me, going through specifics since that's the, the kind of culture, the ethos, the, the way things are now. Um, there's no point in me dealing with, with, with that. You've got plenty of people out there telling you that it's over and, um, you know, basically they're coming in, they're taking your children, they're going to, you know, pervert them all, then they're going to be, you know, uh, you know, cannibalizing them or whatever the, whatever horrible, you know, Dante-ish kind of, you know, Bosch type of thing that you want to imagine, they're already out there saying that and prophesying that, you know, in Jesus' name, that, 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 that uh, you're in serious trouble. I hope you all wake up. Well, what if... A lot of people are woken up, but they can't stand looking at it because nobody's offering a solution. And nobody's offering a solution because people are blind to any solution. They don't have a solution. Well, the parallel economy, well, that'd be great if it's, you know, 25 years being developed, but it's year one. Everything is year one. So how is it going to happen? Well, see, and then, you know, then that's where faith comes in and I'm sorry if I keep coming back to faith as the solution but to me it's like faith is the the you know going to end up being the solution for anything you know and it's going to get down to you know can we have faith to get through one day can we get have faith enough to get through one mile can we have faith to, to do anything you know, then what I face, you know, in this week is, you know, I've got to have faith. I don't know what's going to be on the other side of that, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, imaging process or diagnosis. And it could be, it may be horrible. So I have to, but, but I'm, I'm not going to run away from it. You know, I'm going to face it. The only way I can face is with faith and knowing that God is my solution. And, and that's how I'm going to face it. I, there's nothing else I can do about it. It's really, you know, I mean, it's hard on everybody around me. I mean, I understand that just because it's, uh, you know, I've, I've always been real energized and you know, leading the charge. 
but um, you know, this is this is a time where you know I have to summon courage that maybe I don't even have. You know, it's almost like facing a firing squad. You know, can you go out there and, and let them kill you? Well, you can, but it's how you die, right? You die with knowing you're going to die, but you're okay with it because of faith. Or you're just um, scared to death and please don't hurt me, but of course you're going to be hurt. And you'd like to be one of these guys that goes, if you're going to go, you're going to go in style. You're going to go with courage, but... You know, and so many people, too, in the last couple of years, you, you look around, it's like, have our streets been minimized? I mean, it seems like less traffic and less people. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just saying that that could be an illusion. But um, I will keep you up, updated and, and posted as to, you know, what's happening. And, um, you know, I'm not surprised there are, you know, various uh, attacks going on, as you can <laughs> You can see, um, it, I'm, uh, there are two schools of thought there. You know, one I'm, I'm weakened now. Get me now. You know, two is wait. Something good's going to happen. You know, stop it. Prevent it. So that's my own personal battle. I suppose you know, like I say, I'll. I'll know more, Let's, but tomorrow's Monday, so tomorrow's, the, you know, a game day. So sometime, uh, probably Wednesday morning, maybe sometime Tuesday I can update this thing. And uh, I kept wanting to do more of like a rumble thing, you know, and, and, and get the video feed going with rumble, but I just haven't done that yet. And I've got the tools to do it. No reason I can't do it. Um, uh, and I'd love to talk to anyone who has a there I hear your ideas if 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 uh, twenty twenty eight is any kind of possibility or if you just think it's bad forever or whatever I've been through these things that have been bad forever, and they never they didn't stay bad forever. you know like remember the eighties it was like the uh the decade that uh, people were really, uh, what, what could we say, they were really um, almost anesthetized to all the horrors going on in the world. Right? It looked like just the, the nice generation where good things were happening and people had fun with TV shows and you had you know, all kinds of 80s icons. And there's even 80s clubs that want to go back to the 80s. Um, you know, that's where the, where the, what the uh, Air Jordan shoes came in and, you know, Michael Jordan, basketball, sports were not woke and, you know, oh my God, the 80s, I, I could get back. Well, before the 80s, we had the 70s. And I know a couple of you out there, Charles will remember those. <laughs> How could you forget? And, you know, it was terrible. There were nuclear scares happening a lot of the time. Remember Jimmy Carter was president in the 70s. We had Nixon having to resign in the 70s. We ended up with, um, what's his name, the guy that took over, the vice president. Who was that? Well, whatever. Mr. Forgettable. And then Jimmy Carter. And then, um, and then after Carter came Reagan. And during that entire time in the 70s, it was like war, riots. The woke generation, the, the hippies were coming, you know, 
drying up on acid, and they were all, you know, just completely uh, wanting to burn down the establishment, and you know, and then Nixon resigned. That, but before you knew it, like around mm, 1980 itself was the uh, election between Jimmy Carter and uh, Reagan. Reagan, though he had been a communist, he had been a Democrat. His wife was a complete witch and all blah, blah, blah. I could go on and on and on about, you know, discrediting Reagan for people that think he was just, you know, God and country guy. But um, it, it didn't matter. When he came in, in 19, everything changed. Everything changed. And by, you know, 1984, by 1983 we had, well, by actually 82, but then 83 also, we had the advent of you know the consumer IBM PC and then I remember that uh, you know run by uh, its own operating system eventually Microsoft um, Bill Gates stepped up to the fore Bill Gates was an 80s phenomenon you know and he created this first what you see is what you get graphics which was uh, Microsoft Word where you could have an italics or underline or bold which was unheard of. You had to put like little symbols around each letter that you wanted to make bold or whatever. And um, it, it was just—I uh, I was pretty much amazed by that. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, by 1982, 83. I mean, I, right about the time I got my first PC, I becoming I was becoming a writer and I was writing some things. And I had gone to school there and, and I'd gone back to school and I'd gotten divorced and I was going to try this writing thing and, and I'd written a couple of things, one that got optioned by a producer out of USC and then another one that was uh, became society. Uh, you know, the sort of iconic uh, slap at society. And um, that was going on, you know, in the 80s. It, 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 the... Uh, the computers started getting faster for consumers, and then they had different chips that would run stuff, and people were starting to make, like, cannibals out of their, cannibalizing their PCs, you know, putting in, like, faster processors, and, you know, people were becoming tinkerers, you know, of all that. Then you had, like, these, you know, sort of vapid shows, like, you know, Miami Vice, and, you know, you had the rise of uh, producer-director Michael Mann, who had, uh, who was very much a stylist in uh, the things he was doing at the rise of David Lynch um, and Kubrick's uh, Full Metal Jacket and, you know, I suppose that, um, you know, The Shining was part of the 70s. But then you had other people, you know, and there were other, um, you know, visionary filmmakers, you know, Vim Vendors, and you had uh, um, all kinds of interesting kinds of things, but there was this, I don't know whether I'd call it some kind of a haze over everything. There was an 80s haze where everybody was in a great mood and everybody was just going along as if they were totally functional. And they weren't. There was this grand illusion going on. So I make a case that the 80s was really no different than now, but the people were under this sort of hypnotic control at that point. And, um, you know, it really did look like society was getting better. 
And uh, people really were. Ah, Oliver Stone, says Rich Lindsay is uh, chiming in over here. Oliver Stone, great. I still say Oliver Stone was like one of the greatest uh, screenplays I'd ever read, which was uh, Scarface, which I thought was just absolutely ridiculous and gave Brian De Palma his, uh, his very victorious, you know, amazing film. And uh, which also was an allegory. <laughs> he did he did everything. It was about immigration, and then it was about Scarface. It was about you know all these things. And Al Pacino, one of the greatest performances ever. And I mean, it was fun though. You know, I mean, that was like you know there was there was there was an antipathy between celebrities and the public. You know, and celebrities you know dictating to the public. Yeah, well, you had Marlon Brando who was like. You know, wanting to make his case for the you know, Native Americans, and he had, uh, you know, Stone was kind of political, and you know that uh, "Born on the Fourth of July" was his comment on uh, the whole thing. You know, the whole corrupt thing, and, and you know, and a lot of the stuff he said was just straight on, right on. You know, so uh, it, it was a gosh, what a time! And who would have ever thought that the '80s would have led to where we are now? No way. No, I said there's no way I would have ever thought that. That we would get into the, you know, we're, we are actually so far into apocalypsism, ism, apocalypsism. We are so far down that road that it looks like, a, like some kind of a cartoon at this point. It's just like cartoon characters popping out of nowhere, running around and trying to get your, you know, the Bud Light thing is a perfect example. It's it's like it's like one big cartoon. It, it's like you drop too much acid. Now it's permanent. You can't come down from the trip, and everybody is a cartoon character popping out of nowhere, just like there to torture you, you know, there to to, to take your confidence away, there to make you feel bad, there to make it so you can't get through it. And the the biggest problem I see right now is is uh, depression, mental health, depression, uh, lack of confidence, especially. Um, you know, just, just, uh, oh, even with young people, just like, like they, you know, they're not sure they're going to get through this. You know, they're not sure they're going to, the world's ever going to be any good again, you know? And I don't think we've ever really had that lack of, that much lack of optimism. And I know they're, they're trying to make us do it, but every, it seems that everything is in compliance. Like everybody is in this sort of compliant attitude, of, you know, you know, yeah, they're saying they're going to do this, they're going to do it. I don't see much hope for the world. Gee, it's an awful place. Uh, you know, and, and then the people are drinking more than ever, you know, drugs, drinking. Fentanyl's gone insane. Um, it really is moving to the direction of, of the, 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 the living will envy the dead, is what the Bible says. You know, it's moving toward that great tribulation that people aren't ready for. So the solution, the overall, is Jesus. And, and Jesus, the real Jesus, not the, you know, the guy walking around and, you know, being in the chosen, but, I mean, the real Jesus that is uh, identified before the flesh and after the flesh. You know, Jesus identified with the I am, with God, and then that includes us as well. And it's a paradox, and it's, it's outside space and time. So, therefore, it's not quantifiable in, in our way of doing things. Or by AI, by the way, that is also linear. 
you know, no, we have algorithms that aren't linear. An algorithm, just by its very definition, is linear. I don't know where you went to school, but you know, if you went to MIT, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> you think they're going to tell you the secret? <laughs> and the, the, the secret is that um, basically none, none of what they have can, can achieve what they want. The only way they could achieve it would be to have the mind of God, because God's here, there, past, present, future, in real time, out of real time, all at once. Okay, what quantifier, computer, or anything that you can develop or make into a machine, what could actually do that? Because it would it would just be seen as chaos. The God consciousness would be seen as complete, total chaos. And yet, people that really study that, in you know, you know, from a past, from a future to past perspective, see nothing but symmetry. How does that symmetry come out of such chaos? Well, the answer is there isn't any chaos. There never was any chaos. It just looks like that when we try to figure it out when we try to be God. It's like, oh, it's chaos. I can't handle it. When it's not chaos, God is uh, the most unchaotic thing there is, and. I just keep having to go back to this thing. He set up this little game we're in, and we're, we're having to participate and show ourselves, you know, like when they say, you know, read the scriptures, you know, follow the commandments, you know, try not to sin as best you can, you know, you know, be a good servant to the Lord, you know, spread the gospel, you know, to, to prove yourselves worthy of this salvation even though you don't have to earn the salvation, but just to show yourselves worthy, to show yourself approved. You know, you do know what the scriptures say. You, you have dug into it. You, you, you haven't been just like a, you know, a blob on the earth. You are doing something about a mystery that consumes all of us that we, don't, we still don't know much about. You know, we're kind of still operating on this idea that we did something wrong, we're being punished, and it's like, well, it feels like that. Seems like that on the surface, but I don't think that's really what it is. I think it's it's more like, okay, here's an opportunity to show ourselves approved, to show ourselves worthy, but to be, um, you know, credible ambassadors of Christ, to 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 be that person, and to be and an opportunity to, to to say, okay. The world's not going to feed me right now. I'm going to go totally into Jesus, totally into the scripture, totally into the into the spirit and see where that leads as a solution to a world that's fallen apart. You know, maybe it'll lead to nothing. I don't know. But people are certainly hungry for it. They certainly need it. They need to get out of this mess. They, people are really sick and tired of what's going on, and that's why you see so much violence. That's why you see so much strife and, 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 and lack of trust. It's because people are, um, you know, extremely uh, cynical, and, and they don't believe anything good's going to happen again. It's, again, everywhere I go, it's this is it, and this is what we're, this is what we're stuck with. We got to make this work. Well, we can't make this work. Who can make this work? Right? There is no way to make this work, but but God will make it work in our lives if we hearken unto Him 
And, and we're going to just have to double down on that, folks. I mean, that's just going to have to be the solution. We're going to have to double that down on that to the point where we don't even notice what the world is doing. And, and that's going to have to be our solution. And, and, you know, like I've said, in 2028, I get this message, it's all going to be turned off or it'll all be turned around. I saw it turned around in 1980. So it can be. So let's, let's try to go with that. And, um, Amen. you know, look, we, we can do it. Is there anything left in the world that you really want to see through, you know, win a contest over here or make yourselves approved of on the rock star stage or the, or the thespian stage? I mean, is there still more conquering you need to do or do you understand it was all an inside? Yeah, it's all rigged. Yeah. Many of us were duped by that. So I'm going to, I'll be back with uh, info on my condition to see what my what condition my condition was in. Everyone's praying for you, buddy. Thank you for praying for me. Uh, scary, but I, I have, I've got to go through it in a, a dignified manner if I can. You know, just uh, trying to summon as much... Uh, positivity and courage as I can because, you know, <laughs> after me, you're next, right? We're all kind of in line here. And, uh, you know, depending on your age and your, your genetic past. Mine's not too great. It's not terrible, but I had, like, my one grandfather passed at uh, 82. Another one, though, down to, like, 66, 65. Grandmother, you know... 70s and one in the 90s. You know, father of 69, mother at like 84. Kind of a mixed bag. So from that, we know that uh, to keep a lookout for anything, but we just don't know. You know, we don't know. I anticipate that there will be a positive outcome, that there will be a treatment plan, and um, that I'm going to feel much better I actually, like right now, feel pretty good. I don't really feel like there's, you know, I can't feel any symptoms that are really hurting me right now, you know. And um, it's just, uh, you know, plumbing issues and, uh, uh, you know, like, like the uh, esophageal, uh, the, uh, the hiatal issue, which many people I know have that and have chosen to handle it by medication. And I've done that since 97. The only reason I'm looking into a possible repair is because I think it's, it's larger than... It, 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 it's, it's, it's large enough to where it should be handled by something like that. Wow. The drug that that guy's taking me is on the screen over there. It's amazing. Anyway, all right. Well, you guys have a great rest of your day. God bless you, each and every one. And, uh, you know, pray I got a good result. And I will see you next time. Let's go to Kelly. By the way, here's a song where Kelly was making fun of me because I was calling everything a hologram. Did I get mad at her, take issue with her when she was, like, mocking the whole hologram thing? Nope, I did the opposite. <laughs> promoted her and I'll uh, see you next time
do 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 do